Hello, and welcome to Point of View, where we give students a place to listen, learn, and lean in. I'm your host, Jonah. Rachel. And Rahul. And today we'll be talking about The Last of Us show, discussions, and thoughts just on everything. And we will be talking about spoilers, so keep that in mind. Okay, let's begin. Yeah, so the first thing I kind of want to talk about is that in the game, right as Joel's daughter dies, well, her name's Sarah, right as Sarah dies, um, the game immediately cuts to a title card that kind of is like a fungus kind of growing, and the, sh- the people behind The Last of Us show kind of use this as inspiration for that intro for the show. So that's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, so what did you guys think about the show in general, these past, like, four episodes? I went into the show knowing literally nothing. Um, I started watching it because there were a few actors in it that I really like, um, and I knew their work was really good, so I was just like, you know what, I got, I might as well start something else. So I started watching it, and I think I went one episode in and was like, whoa, this is like an hour and a half long. This is really long. Um, so I invent- so I watched it, and then I was like, okay, wait, this is r- actually really good. So I started, <laughs> I think I finished the entire series, like, I mean, okay, not the entire series, because there's only four episodes, yeah. but I, I finished it really quickly, and it was really good. I found myself anticipating, like, Sunday nights at nine, and I'm like, okay, wait, I'm really excited for this. Um, and then I think I started watching the fourth one, and I was like, wait, oh my gosh, it comes up Friday, yes! Um... Yeah, so I went into the show knowing nothing. Well, I'd heard about the game since it's been a pretty big deal in, like, the gaming world. But I knew nothing about the show. I knew nothing about the characters. And I heard it was good, the first episode, so I decided to watch it. And it just immediately hooked me. That hour and a half was just one of the best hour and a halves of television for me. And it really got me just into the show, into the world. And it, like, started my obsession with the show and the obsession with the characters. And it's so well done. Like, the cinematography, even just the camera work, how they don't have a ton of like camera stops it's they let you sit in the world for a little bit it's all very well done yeah yeah one thing for me i kind of play uh in preparation for the show i kind of played the game like a week earlier yeah and i kind of beat it in that week and like for like a video game adaptation incredible like it was incredible a very very strong start to it it was uh it definitely was a little bit unique to, to as compared to the game, but still, like it met that it uh, met that expectation though. So yeah, yeah, it's it's huge right now. The show, it's episode four got about seven point four million viewers, and it's been increasing each week, like percentage wise in viewers, and that was during the Grammys too. And you'd think they'd lose viewers during that, but they actually gain them. So the shows just keep going, and it's still growing a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I found that during like. The, the, while watching the show, it was, like, I st- found myself, like, looking at Rollins, like, film tips that I learned in, like, AP Lit, and I was like, oh, wow, like, this is actually really good. I know, I think Jonah was talking about the cinematography, but I felt as if, like, I noticed that the camera's, like, shaky, uh, or not necessarily, like, very steady throughout the show, which I feel like kind of adds an element of... Yeah, it works, yeah. Being, yeah, being in the actual, like, world itself. It doesn't feel like you're, like, watching it from the outside, per se. You're, like, in the actual world. Yeah, it has the... It's, like, kind of shaky to show just how, like, how shaky the world is at the moment and how destabilized it is. It's not, like, super steady and safe. So... so Rahul, you said that you um, you'd played the game. Are there any um, similarities that you found between the actual like episodes and also like 
the scenes from the game. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like the basic like plot of the show. Obviously, it's connected to it, but the show kind of does a couple different things here and there. Like it extended the the show extended the beginning, like the intro to the story, like a lot more than like the actual game, which makes sense because the show has to have yeah. a little more story. Yeah. In the actual game, but in the uh, show, we kind of uh, to talk about the intro. They talked about they kind of like the the show kind of walked through like the beginning of like this of the day where it, it all went crazy, and whereas in the game, it immediately cut to the night with uh, Joel and his daughter Sarah like watching a movie. But like in the show, it talked it showed like Sarah's like day throughout you know Sarah Sarah's experience throughout the day, and instead of it being from like. Joel's kind of a perspective at first, it was for, through Sarah's. So yeah. that, they definitely, you know. Yeah, every character got so many scenes in. Like, each, like Bill and Frank, I know, weren't like a super, super big part of the deal, and they had an entire episode dedicated to them, and we learned so much more about them than I think we did in the game. And I think just the characters themselves, they're all so layered, and they're so perfectly written, the dialogue throughout the episodes, especially episode three, it's... It's so well done. The Bill and Frank episode absolutely broke me. I wasn't expecting to like, I could kind of feel the way that it was going. And then it eventually like, it showed their relationship over the years. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so, this is so sweet. I, I, like first I was kind of obsessed, that, upset that we weren't following Joel and Ellie. Yeah. I, I was like, oh come on, I want to I wanna hear their story. And then I was like, okay wait, no I want to see Bill and Frank's story. And I was really excited for them to meet each other. And then it happened and I was like, are you kidding me? Um, and I think it was, okay, it was Bill who said, you were my mission. And I was like, oh my god. Yeah, that entire episode. That's probably my favorite episode of the show, just from a writing standpoint specifically. Just everything was perfect in that episode. Yeah, for me personally, I'd say it's pretty good, but I kind of like the intro a little bit more. Yeah. And like, I mean, with the Bill, no, that Bill and Frank episode, huge difference when compared to the game. Yeah. But still, but like the thing about, that's risky about like video game adaptations in general, is that there's a, with those differences like that, there's a risk, right? Yeah. It can, be, it can absolutely flop, or it can like absolutely like soar. It can be incredible. And I think this is an example of a video ga- game adaptation, different take that kind of soared. Yeah. Yeah. That entire show, it needed to. That entire episode, it needed to be about an hour and a half, so we could have time with Joel and Ellie. And I, again, like Rachel said, I was kind of sad that oh, we're not seeing with Joel and Ellie. But then I saw this whole other story, and then it got me invested in that. And in that maybe 50 minutes we had with Bill and Frank, I was so invested in the characters and I'm just impressed with how they got me. I like them so much. Yeah, even though the episode, uh, even though episode three was an incredible episode, no uh, no debate, it however was very, very different yeah. when compared to the game. Because in the game, you kind of, I, I kind of, uh, I kind of forgot the name of the town that Bill and Frank were in, but in the game, you, well, obviously, you kind of play as Joel. Uh, you play with you uh, kind of play as Joel throughout the town, and you kind of like see how like uh, Bill kind of like like armed, kind of like armed and like pre- uh, prepared and like you know like made the, uh, that town safe. Yeah. And like, in my opinion, I think that in the game, it kind of like the game kind of expanded on that survivalist side of um bill a tiny tiny bit more because yeah. like um because like in the game there's like many traps that bill set like there's like these one like a 
well, I think like uh, in the show, in episode three, they talked about like this, uh, not didn't talk, but, like they showed like this one trap where like if uh, someone or an infected like crossed a line, it would like shoot something. Yeah. Same exact trap in the game, but like in the game, you didn't expect it at all. Yeah. It's like, it, it was very like sudden. And then um, another difference is that, well, we already talked about extra details and scenes. And the reason for that is probably because, like, with the game, you don't really need a lot of story. You, you need story, but, like, you can just, like, gameplay will take care of it. Yeah, yeah. But with, like, a show, in, like, for a show to be good, you need, like, a lot of backstory, a lot of details, a lot of things to make it, like, you know, really sell. And then one, well, one other ex- very, very big difference in between the game and the show is that with the game, Tess's death was, like, well, regardless, Tess's death was a sacrifice, like, it was, it was a sacrifice regardless, yeah. but it was a different type of sacrifice. In the game, Tess died in a shootout with Fedra, which is like the military okay. dictatorship that yeah. takes place in the universe. In this, in the universe. Do you prefer sacrifice in the episode? Uh, I think the, I think I probably prefer the. I mean, it's hard to that's yeah. not, kind of a hard question because with the with the show where like uh, with uh, Tess blowing herself up. It's kind of like a more like memorable sacrifice, whereas like with the game, it's kind of felt feels like something that's kind of like glanced over a little bit. Like you had some time with her, but you didn't weren't able to build that connection. But you, the viewer, were not able to like yeah. build that connection with yeah. her as in the show. Yeah, and moving on to like Joel and Ellie's relationship. So, what do you guys think about that? I Is- like. I like to come. <laughs> I see a bunch of memes on like TikTok and stuff about me or like POV me getting ready to watch Pedro Pascal take care of like an unwanted child because that's essentially what yeah, happened yeah. in Mandalorian. Yeah. So I very much like the idea that like, well, like there it's it's a father daughter kind of like relationship in a way, but it's also just like Ellie kind of I feel like. From what I know, from the four episodes that I've watched, I feel like is trying to value the relationship and also just kind of make the most of it. I mean, she wants, she's so curious about the outside world and trying to understand it that she has this guy who lived life before the um, cordyceps. So I, I think it's, I think it's a sweet one, especially the, okay, maybe not like the last like two minutes of episode four, but like kind of the very very end of it with like the joke book. I thought that. I thought that was really funny and really sweet. Yeah, their character development and just how the characters evolved through these four episodes was so massive. Like, Ellie specifically, she started off very close-minded, sort of mad at the world, mad at Fedra, mad at, like, Pedro Pascal's character, Joel. And then she eventually opens up, like, in episode three and episode four, and we see, like, a completely different side of her. It feels like a completely new character because she's more open and she's more relaxed about him without, like, the threat of death. But then again, that threat of death is still imminent for them. Yeah, too. yeah. D- uh, to add on to Joel and Ellie's relationship, do you guys remember that book of jokes? Mm-hmm. Book let of me tell jokes. you. Let me tell you an actually kind of interesting mechanic yeah, in the game. I, yeah, so, I know it's big in the game. Yeah, yeah. So what happens in the game is that whenever you're like idle or like you're like, like whenever like Joel, you're like when you're playing and like you put down your control or like you stop moving, Ellie will actually take out that book and start reading some jokes. Oh my god. So that's, it's it's kind of cool evil. that like they were able to you know that's so funny. I know, yeah, it's such a cool feature, such I, a cool feature. I've got to play the games. I've been working on getting them. It seems the getting in that world myself seems like so much fun. Yeah, yeah. it definitely is very interesting. And um, well, I would personally say this is a successful video game adaptation yeah. 
I, even though it was like such a limited amount of episodes, I think it's it just it did such a great job with what with the the, sh- the short yeah. amount of time that it's been out. Yeah, and there haven't been many like good video game adaptations because turning a game into like a movie or a show is very difficult because you have to give it that backstory and a lot of the times that backstory just doesn't work for the story that they're telling but it worked very very well for this show from what i can tell i also want to comment on like i know this is not necessarily like the last of us centered but like hbo from like the few shows that i've seen through it just seems like such a phenomenal like service or like they seem to really put the effort in uh, not to diss anyone else, but I mean, like you talked about, um, one of the guys worked on Chernobyl, yeah. and that was such a good mini series. I was like, whoa! I kind of got freaked out, so I stopped watching it. But it was for the for the few episodes that I watched, it was really good. Um, I've, I mean, I haven't watched Game of Thrones yet, but I've heard great things. But being able to take something that it almost like already exists, but also being able to adapt it in a way that makes it new and fresh really takes a good like a good person like a good yeah. set of skills yeah yeah to uh adding to what uh rachel was talking about i think making these adaptations good is like a if it has like a, a lot of factors one depend how good like the quality the quality of like the game is kind source of material, yeah. source, yeah, source material yeah source yeah. material yeah two like what how the uh the quality of the crew you have behind yeah. it yeah, a lot of things need to go right. Yeah, a lot of things need to go for sure, for sure. Yeah. I have a question real quick. Um, was the timeline of the outbreak in the show the same as the game? I've heard... Oh, that. no, it is yeah. not. So in the different. game, uh, the outbreak initially occurred in 2013, yeah, whereas that's in the show, released. it was pushed back like 10 years. Yeah. Which honestly, I think they still like played the played it out really well. It's yeah. it's like if I was someone who not, had not played the game before and I was first watching the show, I would have believed. Oh, the game is based in uh, the game also starts in two thousand three. Yeah, they did a good job with that for sure. Yeah. So, do you guys want to talk about like? Okay. Well, I I know a lot about this at the moment. I've researched this for hours. The <laughs> realism of how like how possible this fungus infection is. It's actually already happening in like Arizona and California. A specific type of fungus gives you pneumonia, a very rare type of fungus. And there's actually like the cordyceps fungus that the show is based off of. Like it's a real thing and it actually infects insects and turns them into a hive mind. And how it's, it's a real thing and how they talk about in the first episode how if the temperature were to get a little bit warmer it could be it could actually happen that's a very real thing yeah and it happens in the insect world already and it's not a mass pandemic at all but the only reason it's not a mass pandemic within the insect kingdom is because of how far away insects are they're not like in super close proximity like humans are but it's scary the more you look at it and the more you learn about it how real it is so yeah yeah Speaking of, do you want to talk about that intro with that one TV oh my guy? God. The that intros was, were terrifying. That was terrifying, but it was like terrifyingly good. Yes. If that makes sense, because like the way like the way that the way that it was, you would like be able to believe that it was like an actual thing on like real life yeah. TV. Yeah. Like it blows yeah, my that's mind how it, good like, they did. It stops with a lot of fantasy or action movies from being really good, like the realism of it, like in failing to get that realism, but they. They made the world seem so much like today and exactly how it feels like it would play out if it really happened. Oh, yeah. My few questions, I mean, okay, I know that 
from my understanding is that they changed some of the mechanics of the uh, cordyceps in the game to the show. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The spores. Yeah, no spores. Yeah. yeah. So, um, for a little context, so in the game, Joel would have to put on like a mask, like any like person who, you know, isn't turned yet or isn't infected, they would have to like wear this mask, that well, a gas mask, so that they would not breathe in those spores. Yeah. As in the game. That is how. So there's two ways the spore. Uh, there's two ways you, that one can get infected. One being bitten by an infected, or two, they have to breathe in the spores. Whereas, yeah. uh, a very risky but uh, effective difference or different take in with the show is that instead of those spores being there, the infected have like these like tendrils in their mouth that I guess like that are kind of like a part of the. Um, of the that grew from the I don't know the whole anatomy behind it, but it is yeah. a very uh, very interesting take, uh, very interesting different direction. But I think it kind of worked. Yeah, another thing that amazed me throughout the show is like the CGI and how perfect that was. Like especially when they're walking through Boston and looking at ruined Boston, like all the vines everywhere on the buildings. I couldn't tell which buildings were actually real and they actually put stuff on, or like it was I couldn't tell at all. And that's when you know your CGI is perfect. Yeah. I really like like the after. Um or the inside making at the very end of the episode. Oh yeah, that's nice to get that. Yeah, I've like I learned that the actual like the actual like infected or the the clickers like most of that is practical. Like there a lot of their yeah. makeup is practical yeah, effects. Yeah, yeah. Um, another thing is I was always wondering like be- between like the actual outbreak in 03, according to the show, and then when we get when we come back to Joel in twenty twenty three, is I want to know how they like fixed the world or like how they established all that how they made like a qz and fedra do you have any insight oh fedra yeah well i don't honestly that's a little bit uncertain for me as well but like in the game when you're walking in the qz the quarantine zone you kind of see like people like cooking up like rats and stuff yeah so kind of fun but yeah no that is i think that's just like i didn't do too much research on that i didn't like I, i don't know it's a little bit like um obscure kind of yeah and another thing like this show kind of released at the perfect time in terms of the covid pandemic and how it's like kind of not drawing to a close completely but the cases are definitely dying down for sure and this show talked about just how real that is and how it can come back so fast when no one's expecting it and that's what just added to the realism yeah for sure for sure so um fun fact so i think it was in a Ad, but uh, Troy Baker, the original voice for Joel in the oh, games, yeah. he talks. He talked about how this show isn't really a zombie show. It's kind of is. It's a show more about like how people deal with their surroundings and how they deal with yeah. others. I'd say it's more about just love and just getting yeah. a second chance to love and just do it right again. Because exactly. Joel messing up the first time with Sarah and getting a second chance with Ellie. Yeah. So. The yeah. show is them. It's Joel and Ellie. Just the relationship and them growing. Together. Yeah. Yeah. Save who you can save. Yeah, exactly. This concludes this episode of Culture Shock. Thank you so much for listening. For a transcript of this episode, head to the Point of View tab on our website, nhsmessenger.org, and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at NHS Point of View for updates and new episodes. I'm your host, Jonah. Rachel. And Rahul. And this has been Point of View. Point of View.